everybody hi we're back we survived another week of very very slow news week um and uh we're back with another <laughs> i kid about that we all know what's going on squeezer right yeah i'm going i'm leaving now and i'm gonna go play the greatest wrestling game ever created so i wanted to kick off with the big news in wrestling games did you hear what it is don't Google it. No, I, I got my own game news. I'm kind of down a rabbit hole with them. Happy about why? What's going on? AEW's first game. They've got the director of No Mercy directing it. It's going to be in the style of No Mercy. Oh, someone find me a fry meme. <laughs> Mind blown. Are you, are you talking the GI Joe game? No, I was talking uh, my Mass Effect game i don't even know what that is it's like star wars with more like guns and no swords when did that franchise come out uh 2008 it's really not it is, it, well no but that's what i care but it was developed by casey hudson who was the guy in charge of uh knights of the old republic mm. star wars game and then he did those three, then he left, then they made a shitty one, now he's back, and they're going to remaster all three of them with all the DLC and all the bonus shit for 4K for the new, well, current system and next system, and there's a new one in the works. So I'm a happy boy. Oh, wow. Uh, my only video game news was AEW hired the director of No Mercy to make their new wrestling video game. That is also huge. I haven't bought a wrestling video game since... No Mercy? Uh, no, I, I got that Legends one. I did not. And, uh, you know, like Hulkster and shit. And mm, yeah, no, I knew about I, it. I didn't get it, though. I rarely uh, trade in games. Like, I buy it and I keep it. Because I'm very picky. I don't buy a lot of games. And I'm like, eh, I'm, I played it like a week and I'm like, I'm good. It's a rental. Mm. It's not something you buy. They, uh, yeah, I don't know. But I think that's pretty cool. Even though I don't really particularly like AEW, I guess that's that's cool to see. It's it, They could have just made that game with completely generic characters if it, it's in that same style of The THQ of play, grapple style? The, the THQ. Grapple move. Uh, grapple move. Something that required, like, intelligence to play and, like, strategy and understanding and every character had a, it was different it began um, it began it all began with wcw nwo world tour i, I know yeah i even <clears throat> i wasn't even into them i was playing that acclaim garbage yeah no i, I went was a i got f marking wc I, I know but i had n64 and there wasn't a wwf game so i didn't get my n64 until later right. i bought mine used the only wrestling game i could get was nwo but there was a character created, so I just created all of the WWF guys in it. Because mm -hmm. I have a lot of time on my hands. 
Yeah. I got it over uh, Christmas I, I, break, motherfuckers. Come on. Good God. All right. Uh, also, the other news, uh, G.I. Joe uh, has a video game out. It's a third-person shooter, something Cobra. And I heard it's fun, and it's for Switch, so maybe I will get it. Oh, nice. I doubt it, uh, but no. maybe. <laughs> I bought Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Started playing it. I got about six stars in Mario 64 and have not returned to it. Mm. Well, you had to go back to your, um, what do you grow? Mushrooms? No, I have actually I haven't even played Animal Crossing in forever. But yes, they are oh, growing no. mushrooms now in the game. So you were trying to be a jerk, but you were No, right. I wasn't. I wasn't. It's no, no, you weren't. Real real life ruining your real life ruining life my experiences. Version. Nah, as soon as it got to the point where I was like, All right, now you have to actually like put some work into this. Oh, yeah. uh, see I, I I it sucks when you get to a point where it's like not a challenge anymore like yeah, I'm all about the building it up and then you get complete and then you kind of you kind of move on yeah like you, you get so far and like ah it's not fun anymore like you wanted to get there and now that you're there like it, it's not fun it's kind of like I, that's why I never want to be like a millionaire you know it's like it just doesn't seem fun like where's the challenge in that right? That is true. That is true. But if it were to happen, I really wouldn't complain. What? If what, I'm sorry, what were to happen? Well, I were just be in, in in gorged in millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah, that'd be. I probably still would complain. You still would complain. Yeah, right. I got all these paper cuts from diving into it, like Scrooge McDuck, or a massive concussion when I realized they don't part ways like water. Mm. Uh, so last week I didn't read any reviews uh, attacking me, uh, but we, oh, we, that's we, a shame. we managed to build up a few, so I'm going to go through some of the reviews. Uh, oh, our, good. Our, our, our anti-reviewer decided to delete his review and strike again, so we'll get to that. But first, oh. Zombie1369, and I might have read this already, but I'm going to reread it. Ooh, then if you if that yeah. is the case, they can complain that you read it twice. <laughs> he his review is has a great title, all the length and the girth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what this show is. Oh yeah, I remember that. Is what you'll be thinking throughout your listen, covering everything I pretty much played with, watched, and ate with my friends growing up. An enjoyable walk down memory lane and must listen for everyone who grew up in the eighties and nineties. But that's it. Oh. Next up was Hurley41. He calls it My Happy Place. Hello, hello. Love the impressions. <laughs> RK breaking into impressions during tangents are great. I crack up every time. Equally as great when Squeezer talks power tools and woodworking. Love it. But even, uh, even above that is the content. Great subjects that take me to an instant happy place. Also love going back and listening to old podcasts. I've listened to most multiple times, and they're just as entertaining the second time around. Highly recommend if you were looking for a slice of 80s, 90s nostalgia and want to laugh and be entertained. Thank you, Hurley41. You are a sweet, sweet, sweet person. Uh, That was a very pleasant thing. Batman 1982. Rad is his title. Love reliving my childhood listening to these two gentlemen. I learned a few things and uh, about the t- thing. I've learned a few things about the things and toys I loved as a kid. I, we are learning. I can't read. Uh, RK, <laughs> you're awesome. RK, you're awesome. Gotta try doing Razor Ramon. Hey, Chico. 
when you're talking to the bad guy, Reza Armand, oozing with machismo. <laughs> As a kid, Razor was my favorite. I loved Razor, so that's not hard for me to do. Good doing it well? Eh. No. Okay. Closed caption writes, keep it up. There's a million reasons why the podcast is amazing, and I will update this once I get more thoughts in line. Just wanted to get this in before the rad pale pins are gone. Yes, I was bribing people for reviews, but that, nonetheless. Thanks for everything you guys do. RK, keep developing your new impressions, but don't let go of the classics. It It's what most of us come for. Backing off the mic for Vince was a perfect remedy. Squeezer, you're a handsome boy. You need to bring out your meat wad impression more. Can't wait for Christmas season. Now, D. Stromang is back. Deleted their uh, review and wrote a new one. For the love of God, no more wrestling impressions and stop calling Squeezer a sweet boy. Well, guess what? I got news for you. Squeezer is a sweet boy. And the wrestling impressions are not going anywhere. Oh, my God. Ooh, yeah. I, I just Let want you to know you it's Squeezer. not a gimmick. I can't stop doing what I do because I've got voices in my head. Yeah. And they come out. They rise to the top because the cream always rises to the top. Hey, baby, that's the road here, the American dream to tell you you should loosen up and just get on board with the impression because they ain't stopping, baby. They riding all the way to Starcade 96 where he going to win the WCW World Heavyweight title back from Squeezer. So, uh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Way to peter out, Dusty. Oh, sorry, uh, it's, a, it's been an early morning. I had to drive to Hershey, Pennsylvania this morning at the crack of dawn. You know I don't like doing that. <laughs> no. You know how many times her, uh, Dusty must have made the drive to Hershey, and and probably his like three, four, maybe let's call it five years working for Vince. He probably mm-hmm. drove to Hershey at least fifty times a year because they played Hershey all the fucking time. Yeah. And I was right next to that arena today. Yeah, dancing star. Uh, We're not done. Yeah, and just see, so it's not. This isn't a gimmick. Like it's not something we put on for the show. Like when we say like this show is just how he and I would just be hanging around talking about old shit when we were kids. It's no different when it comes to just random wrestling impressions popping up or calling me a sweet boy. Mm-hmm. That's what my workday consists of. Yeah, I, I, we've always had done that, and always will do that. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Uh, Dancing Star 802, awesome show that brings back. I started listening to the Rad Years podcast at the very beginning with a look at Batman 89 movie. That was a very structured <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Podcast. It's like, oh, wow, these these two professionals are making a podcast. Right. We had a script with, with bits. RK and Squeezy share stories of their years growing up and everything going on in pop culture that surrounds them. They take a look at everything from family activities on weekends to music to movies to their favorite toys growing up. All things that will spark fond memories of the past. Give this show a listen. A thank you, a sir. Or ma'am. I don't know. Well, thank you. Uh, he Ben writes, Best podcast. Not much to say apart from how great this show is. One of my top three favorite podcasts, hands down. But RK needs to do more impressions. Oh, good God. Oh, God. <laughs> Anyways, I see I'm I'm turning them. This is this is like the election all over. It starts like I hate the impressions. I hate the impressions. Then the the mail-ins start coming in, and it all starts looking good for RK. <laughs> uh, anyway, start from the beginning, and you'll think you grew up with RK and Squeezer. That's our goal. Thank you. Even the episodes on topics which don't interest me are great. Extraordinary j- entertainment here, folks. 
give it a listen. He Ben, you are truly a master of the universe, and I thank you. Uh, and you too. I still have uh, pale pins, and if you don't want the pale pins, I've got Rattalorian pins. It's a pin set of of me as the Rattalorian with my Reebok pumps and power glove and backwards hat, looking all cool and slightly thinner than real life. Uh, but not too. I'm not like you know. I'm not talking like I'm portly at all. But I'm just not in shape like like no, Pedro nice. Pascal. Uh, that's me. Right. That's you. You're you're. But then you are also you're Baby Yoda. You're the child uh, with your hat mm-hmm. forwards and your cheese instead of a, a frog egg. Yes. And I, yeah, I would eat everything that I see. I would consume the last of a species. Yeah, you'd be sucking up that fucking jug of eggs quicker than Baby Yoda could. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, deviled eggs. <laughs> pickled I, I, eggs, I, I mean, like pickled eggs. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Well, you're, you ruined the joke. Thank you. Sorry, I know. I get it. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, too, but I couldn't make it just because it, it, oh, God, it was disgusting. That was such a great episode. Um, it, was, it was adorable. Anyway, anywho, regardless or irregardless for you, uh, n- not using words properly, folks. Um <laughs> Uh, yes, there's that pin set too. So just write me the one you want. I also, if you have never got the original pin set of our logo with me and Squeezer as Mario and Luigi in our retro gear flying with the butt plugs in, just hit me up because there's a few of those left. There's a few of those left. I could get, I could send you that one too. Just write us a little review. Tell us what you think of the show. Hit me up at rkatradiers.com and tell me you wrote the review. Give me your address. If you live in Canada, I'll try. It costs me a damn fortune to mail them there, but I'll still do it. And if you live in the States, I'll send them out right away. We will get you a pin set to wear and show. And when people are like, what, what's, what are those pins on your cool jacket? Like, oh, man, you don't even know about the rad years, do you? And that's, you know, that's how new fans are born, right, Squeeze? Yeah. Yeah. What other news did I have? I don't think any new movie, like all those new movies are like, all right, it's coming out now. It's coming out now. It's coming out now. No movies are coming out until this placebo drug from Pfizer comes out. <laughs> if it works, I can placebo my ass off. That was a uh, King of the Hill reference. Ah, gotcha. What was the drug? Some drug called placebo must have been made by Pfizer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if that works, then maybe we could go back to movies again and have yeah. a decent release yeah. for Ghostbusters and I, Afterlife. Yeah, that's what I want. I know. I want, I want everyone's all like the big pomp and circumstance around it. Everyone's like, I just want to see my family and have fun again. I'm like, I want to see Ghostbusters Afterlife 70 times in the theater. Yeah. I, I want the merch. I want the marketing. I want it everywhere. I want the. Well, yeah, we're gonna I, get that. It, they're made. It. I know. It's, it's sitting in warehouses. I know. No. But you're not gonna after that disaster that was Tenant. You're not gonna see a whole lot of people pushing to sell movies at home right now. No, unless it uh, unless it works. The model works. Um, they made a pretty penny off Mulan, I believe. I know Trolls made money. Uh. What do you? There was another one that made good money. Yeah, I don't know. So some are working, just others aren't. Yeah, it's it's kind of hit or miss. And who knows? The tenant might have bombed in theaters too. Tenant 
was very hard to hear. Hmm. It was the mix was just really louder than the dialogue. And when with a movie with such no, sorry, I'm burning crazy. A convoluted plot line. You kind of yeah. need to hear the dialogue. Like what did science did they just use to explain why bullets are going backwards? She said it so quick, and the movie the soundtrack was like over. I'm like, they're just in a fucking office talking. Why why the driving soundtrack? It's designed for a theater and they probably didn't do Yes, enough a proper mix to well that it, usually that comes down the road. Listening to and, it on my car stereo wasn't probably how it was intended. Oh no, yeah. But yeah, but that yeah, I know. It's just like, come on, Chris Nolan, yeah, could you cut that? Oh, that's right. You you saw it to drive at the driving, right? That's the only place you could see it. I mean, well, yeah, I guess you could see it in the theater, but I'm not going to no theater. You know me. Um. I'm more paranoid yeah, about the COVID than there's anybody. There's no, uh, you, you hear, like, you assume you're going to hear 50% of the dialogue when you're the drive-in. Yes. It's like seeing old movies you've seen a thousand times. That's what the drive-in's made for. That's why this summer was so much fun. I saw so many movies I've already seen at the drive-in and it was fun because I don't need to hear it because I'm reciting the lyric, uh, the lyrics. I'm reciting the dialogue in my head as we watch. Mm hmm. Um, so many classics: Jurassic Park, Jaws, Avengers, Ghostbusters, uh, Deadpool. I mean, fuck. We saw a lot of good ones. Uh, of, there were so many. I don't know. We were like driving every weekend. It was. If you were following my Instagram story on the Rad Years, you saw every time I was there. Mm-hmm. Hocus Pocus, most recently we saw The Invisible Man, which wasn't a classic, but it was a good movie. But that was a very quiet movie, so it was good. It was good to watch there. We saw The Rental, which was okay. It was a new movie. But if you want to see new movies, the drive-in's the only way to go, only place to go. This summer. well for people who are sane and realize that going into a theater isn't the best idea. I'm just paranoid. Yeah, well, I didn't. I didn't like doing it to begin with, unless yeah. I was alone. Yeah. And usually, when I would go in the movies I see, I usually was alone. So. Now, see, I love the theater experience. I Enchantress and I see so many movies in the theater. I like it when no one's there. So this even... whole buy a whole theater for a hundred bucks kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I it's might not bad. Them up on that. Yeah. Well, you might you. No. Yeah, right. It'll take you like three hours to pull the nickels out of your butthole. That's my. Oh, I appreciate that you think I can fit a nickel up there. <laughs> that's that's my way of calling squeezer cheap. Yes, it treats nickels cheap. like manhole covers. It's, in, it's from Sopranos. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm just being hurtful. <laughs> Hashtag hurtful, Ryan. Yep, there he is. I am. I forgot about that hashtag. Right. I am idiotically, stupidly spender Ryan. So I am someone who would spend $100 <laughs> to go see a movie in an empty theater. Right? I mean, not even now. Really, After what the, we saw the, with Dave and Buster's this weekend, the Dave yeah. and Buster's in our town finally opened. It, it was built, 
it was finished building the month after it basically finished right during lockdown mm-hmm. and it was never open. They finally opened it this weekend and the traffic on one of the normally most traffic flowing streets in town was just standstill and the parking it was like lot Black Friday shit was packed and I'm like, oh, well, we're all going to die. Hey, hey, people got to get their skee-ball in. All right. And they got that fun fishing game where you got to like, you know, work together and shoot the whales you know i just i don't know i I like that one going inside scares me i know there's a lot of people have a lot of different views on it but i don't know i don't know anything i'm just going with what the science says and for us it's about not wanting work to fall apart pretty much yeah which is what's pretty much happening yeah well i mean no hey that just means you get more uh lunchtime shows again right right as long as you and i and all of us stay healthy squeezer work's not gonna fall apart I know, but I like getting out, being with the people, you know? We're going to become studio hermits soon. Well, I'm okay with that, I guess. Especially in the winter. You guys, we might do a local show, Squeezer and I. Still got to twist his arm. We'll upload it to YouTube still, though. It's in my contract. I wrote the contract with myself. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think you can do that. Well, you can. Uh, I'm pretty sure there was one person that did that kind of shit and uh you got his job so he wrote a contract he was on our talent wrote his on their contract con- oh no just you know making shit up for himself you know but see now nah, your joke just fell flat there well no you could have just rolled with it no one else would have known but you had to just shit on uh, it well, you know because you're you know hurtful shit on squeezer right. joke ryan <laughs> what i'm saying is i negotiated you heard my contract with the general manager of the station yeah, yeah. I, I remember asking my agent to step in there and uh, be a part of that. Don't worry. I took control. I negotiated a contract for us. Yeah, yeah. I, heard, I, I overheard when he said, oh, we should probably uh, let him know. Yeah, and then I was... I don't believe I said that. No, that was... Uh, no, I overheard it, I believe. Oh, you... I wasn't in the room at the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> mm, I said, you'll look... you know me, I'm so fond of... I said, me. now go back and put on something sweet and get out here and dance for the people. And look good while you do it. I'm not a monkey. I whispered in your ear. As I do it begrudgingly. Ro- ro- as I p- ro- rode my hand up your thigh. Be a good girl. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> It got weird. Yeah, this just completely just... I don't want to say devolved. Yeah, don't say completely. We're pretty much on a devolved level normally. Fair enough. Right, yeah. Yeah, it it is pretty much like Wayne's World. But not only am I Wayne, I'm also... um, uh, What the fuck's the handsome guy, old guy's name? He's in West Wing and Parks and Rec. Rob Lowe? Yeah. I'm 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 Wayne, but also Rob Lowe in this situation. Just not handsome. <laughs> mm. You know what I mean? No, no. You're uh No, I got nothing now, you know, because I can't make jokes because I'm just gonna Were you about to call me handsome? No. No. Were you about to say I'm not Rob Lowe or I'm not Wayne? Well Am I Garth? I don't know where I was going with that. I am probably Garth. 
Okay, I'm both Garth and Rob Lowe. Yeah, and I'm the other two guys that sit in the back of the car. You're Chris Farley. <laughs> I've got no place else to go. <laughs> oh, there's that too. Yeah, we can. I was thinking first. Okay. I'm setting you up with plenty of opportunities to riff here, Squeezer. I I don't I. Yeah, you, you brought up a topic I'm pretty sore on. So. Sore on. Yeah. Not, Lord of the not Rings. Like the eye. No, not like the eye, but. You um, shall not pass. I didn't know you were a fan of those pictures, Squeezer. I am. I'm not a fan of being in pictures. Yes, you are. You did it all. Fat chin. I'll get you one of those rubber stamps. When people come up for autographs, you could just. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to. Right in their forehead. I'll just say squeezer. I don't think you can do that. I'll say squeezer. Wow. Are you the one they call squeezer? Yeah. That's right, kid. Wow, you're a lot fatter than I thought. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I am. Does Squeezer look bloated to you? Yeah, the camera. Um, <laughs> I switched Chris Farley movies. Yeah, I, I know what you did. Although you're not our Tommy boy. Our Tommy boy <laughs> is very apparently Jake. Yeah, no, no, I'm he, more the black sheep. He's our big dumb animal. Yeah. I am more the David Spade of the group. You really are, yeah. I'm more yeah. your Tommy boy to David... Like you're David Spade. Especially back when we did our first web show. Or am I the deer? <laughs> uh, that was supposed to be Jake. That's true. That's how we were going to get to where we are. And just Sometimes it, it takes a different path, Squeezer. It's what they say. It's what they say on on Saturday mornings when they're trying to collect your money over the television. The Lord gives and takes away. And sometimes they do that on Saturdays? Saturdays or Sundays or whenever is convenient on public access for the right amount oh. of tax write-off. Wait, we can do that? For $3.50 minimum, just send it to RK Ministries, rkradios.com. Your donation will be put directly to the voice of the Lord. Yeah, I can I can definitely see you doing that. Maybe we could if I start doing this, we can get some sort of tax exemption for being a church. I don't think it's that hard. No, no. You I think, think we, we get a private jet outfits. like that guy in Texas? Take over the Game spectrum? Trash. Like didn't he take over like an old basketball arena? Oh, that guy. Um We'll rebuild the vet and just only the only seats are in the <laughs> seven hundred level. <laughs> and we'll, we'll get like a, a tanker truck full of piss and coat it like wet it down before you come in just so it has that old vet smell <laughs> uh, can, can we have the uh, the dip stains in the carpet of the, the you mean the, the turf the astroturf yeah yeah of course it's carpet welcome to the Rod Years Ministry is so oh good. God, it's so godly. <laughs> Do you have to be ordained first? 
pretty sure if you did, the world would end. Uh, I was ordained by Vincent Kennedy McMahon, I believe. Thinking, 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 you come to Red Years Ministries. Yeah. Just do my like three bad impressions and ask for money. IRC section 501c3. All right. So we just need the tax guide for churches and religious organizations. I will work on this. Guys, just play along. I'll take their money and I'll buy more pins and patches and stickers with it and send them all to you for free. They'll just be paying for them now. Yeah. And the government will be able to take a piece. And I mean, we take communion every show. delicious. Was that the beer we were both just drinking at the same time? Yeah. yeah we are on yeah. the same wavelength there. The wavelength of alcoholism. Oh. I think we should start the show, though. Yeah, I, I think so. We... Because now we're just looking in the... We're admitting in the looking how to commit fraud on the show. So. Ah, the best kind of fraud, though. Uh -huh. When applying for recognition as tax senator... <laughs> so, we we pivoted Form 1023-EZ. Ooh, paperwork? I'm going to need you to do that, sweetheart. It's only like three pages. I'm going to need you to... Uh, I just did my taxes like two weeks ago. Streamlined application for recognition of exemption under Section 501c3 of the Internal Revenue Code. Um, Full name organization, Radier's Podcast. Ministries. Radier's Ministries. Yes. Sounds better. Rolls Podcast off. Ministries. Your devil's tail. What? Um, are we charitable? Yeah. Oh, dude, you oh, could. Yeah, I'm charitable. You're giving away pins. And stickers. All right. It's a religion, right? Like, I mean, we got to at least someone out there that you know worships at our feet uh educational everyone's learning something sure are they scientific sure mm. we can if we say we just read a couple of things off of like you know i mean, guess in modern america anyone could be scientific yeah. uh literary uh we talked about shiloh once i barely can read reviews Tested of our show for public safety yeah. um we could talk about those uh uh, we darts, oh 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 we read an amber alert last week we did there we go oh to foster national or international amateur sports competition that's if we do a nerf episode we're good there we've done one prevention of cruelty to children or animals well uh, shit that one's not gonna work we talk about jake eating squirrels way too much yeah um Refrain from supporting or opposing candidates and political campaigns in any way. Do we do that? I was voted. I wrote in Job of the Hut in this year's election. Oh well. I feel like the huts uh, could really bring us to the next millennia. Uh, da -da -da. Not to vote more than insub. I don't even know insubstantial. What the hell does that mean? Uh. And we're not providing Hold insurance, on. right? Hold on. Let me get out my handy-dandy pocket dictionary. Okay, here we go. Here, here are some yes-nos, like we're sick or something. Mm -hmm. Do you or will you attempt to influence legislation? Yes. Do you or will you pay compensation to any of your officers, directors, or trustees? No. No. Do you <laughs> or will you donate funds to or pay expenses for individuals? No. Do you or will you conduct activities to provide grants or other assistance to individuals, organizations outside the United States? I don't see how. 
Do you or will you engage in financial transactions yes. with any of your officers? That's like, are you going to just you know do this and then pay yourself? Yes. Uh, will you have unrelated business gross income of $1,000 or more during a tax year? How am I going to get no. my jet without it? Well, sure. Uh, what? <laughs> here we go. What kind of stupid Do questions you, are these? Or will you operate bingo or other gaming activities? We of course, sure Jackass. Uh, Enchantress, bingo. Enchantress added a new bingo um, uh, tab to my card. Uh, she said when RK talks about someone he wanked off to as a kid. <laughs> Which apparently is most weeks. I apologize. Oh. I went off on the sensational Queen Sherry last week. Oh, yeah, but it's understandable, I guess. I mean, not for me. I didn't get it. But, you know, it's your teach their own. Uh, and finally, do you or will you provide disaster relief? Mm, what kind of disasters? Uh... I don't know. Like that's a v- rather vague. Like, well, I, I guess you just lie and say yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. Okay, fuck it. Yes. Tell them what I they want to hear, I, Squeezer. I don't care what the real answers are. I need to find someone that like would fill this out because I want to know. Like, if I filled this out in the office, I'm like, if I say yes or no, how will this affect me? Because I'm just gonna lie here. Right. I mean, I'm already committing fraud. One sure. more checkbox isn't gonna hurt, right? Right. Yeah. All right. So we originally st- said this was going to be uh, another Happy Meal episode, but we didn't realize we just kind of did one back in February, uh, which which seems like yesterday because of the pandemic. It's really fun to blame everything on blame everything on the pandemic squeezer. Yes. Well, to be fair, we've done because of that. So we did that show in February, and then we did like roughly ninety shows. That's true. In in three months, so we we did almost uh, almost like two years worth of shows in three months. A lot of YouTube content. That being said, I could not think of any Happy Meal toys I wanted to talk about, and I don't think you did either because you were really quick to the pivot. Yeah, yeah, I had I was going through the old ones and all the ones that I was thinking of. I'm like, oh, we talked about that. We talked about it. We talked so that. it's not that we won't revisit it. It's just that we're going to revisit no. it when we feel like talking about it again. This week we yeah. just didn't feel like talking about it again because we're lazy. But Squeezer mm-hmm. brought up a good one. That's an easy one. That I feel like like every single time we're feeling like ah we can't do it. We should just go to this one because this one's super easy. I got this one done it's- in like. Half hour. I was like, boom, bam, 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 yeah, bam. The problem is like, and I, I was saying, not the problem. Like, this is my go-to. Like, this is my my bread and butter of, like, my, my nostalgia hole that I fall into. Because somehow, and not for somehow, it's very clear why. This makes up roughly 90% of my childhood. Like, all my memories are commercials. Yeah, I mean that's you. You get the jingle. It's like Costanza. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I all day. Mo- most songs in my head. Most of my fondest memories. Most of the people I love the most are in commercials. Were you present yeah. when? Uh, speaking of Costanza, when Jason dropped one little bit I overheard of it. Seinfeld it was, knowledge, uh, and I just it was impressive yet disturbing at the same time. I rattled off the whole episode, and he's like. 
why do you know Seinfeld that well? I'm like, you give me any line from any episode, I'll tell you the whole episode's plot line. And he dropped one little piece on me, and I gave him the whole plot line. He's like, damn. All I, we were talking about presidents, and I said Franklin uh, Delano uh, Romanowski. And he's like, who? I was like, FDR from Seinfeld with the... <laughs> Uh, the betrayal, the backwards episode. Said drop dead, threw the snowball at his face. Had a wish, did he drop dead? They pulled their eyelashes out, broke the wishbone. Jerry, Nina, awkward moment. Had sex with Nina, George. Timberlands, didn't want to take him off. Sue Allen, Mishki, India. Don't use the bathroom. But, <laughs> yeah, that's just my... Uh, innate ability to recall Seinfeld. And he's like, how many more sh- shows can you do this with? I'm like, let's see. Probably King of the Hill. Probably. I can't say Simpsons because I just stopped watching after like 14 seasons. I used to. I used to. Especially like one through 14. No, but it doesn't 15. count. Like I, now- can, I can do the whole series of Seinfeld. You can't do the whole series of Simpsons. Well, it's also twice as long. So yeah, but you have you and I have both have not seen them. Yeah, you haven't seen them. No, but The Office I can do. Parks and Rec, kind of, probably Scrubs. Used to be able to do Sopranos. I've seen it that many times. King of the Hill for sure. King of the Hill, absolutely. But your ability to retain is impressive. I'll give you that. It is. See, you retain that. I retain water. (laughs) You're a sweet boy. It's to each, we each have our own skill sets. I'll say it again, just so that guy can fuck off. You're a sweet boy. Aw, <laughs> oh, thanks. Don't fuck off, please. No, I want him to fuck off. I'm about sick of his fucking stupid. No, no. Yeah, I am. There's only, because at least he gets it, and I'm not a sweet boy. <laughs> oh, good God. Oh, you're so fucking sweet. You're like, shut up. <laughs> ah. Not yet. We'll see where my blood sugar goes from here. All right. Well, we pivoted to, to it's funny, Joe says he's watching Tombstone. We'll get there. All right. I think I go first this week, right? Ooh, did you go? Did You went that way? It was on my short list. I did. I did. Your short list nice. has like every commercial known to man on it. So it's not yeah, fair to much. say it was your short list. Okay. It's a long list. Um, Here's my first commercial memory. Fresh baked bread, piled with extra lean juicy ham. Oven roasted turkey breast, topped with a classic taste of... Pardon me, would you have any Grey Poupon? But of course. Introducing Subway's new turkey and ham Dijon. Turkey, ham, and the great taste of Grey Poupon mustard, now for a limited time on your choice of rolls. At Subway, the place where fresh is the taste. Ah, uh, back in the good old days of Subway, when Grey Poupon was the height of fanciness and elite elite s- sandwiching. We were so cultured. That was the commercial. The guy driving up to the the guy in the Rolls Royce driving up to the other guy in the Rolls Royce, rolling his window down. Pardon me, do you have any Grey Poupon? That was the same mm-hmm. guy in the commercial. It got so popular, it became a, a niche product. It's like sriracha of its time. So they had a uh, yeah. A a gray poupon um, subway sub. It was a Dijon turkey ham. This ham turkey, uh, basically the subway club almost, uh, with gray poupon. And it was the you see in the commercial very well. 
the U-shaped uh, uh, cut that, and the bread that uh, is so classic. That's how you cut a sandwich. Oh, yes. Also, shortlist call, Squeezer's shortlist called out. Mark your bingo cards, everybody. I was about to say how I masturbated to this commercial, too. So, okay. <laughs> just, well, might as well. Just, I mean, they, they, you, they did show you the U-cut. You know, oh, you. good God. Look at it. Look at how Kai cuts the bread and the U-shape. Oh, my God. Mean Gene, what up? Yes, Wayne's World did spoof the great. The Great Poupon commercial was like a fucking thing. And we all we all joked about it. Like, anytime you're in your car, you knock on the window and roll it down and say, pardon me, do you have any Grey Poupon as a kid? And, like, our parents were like, shut yeah. the fuck up. I can't afford Grey Poupon. It tastes like crap. You don't want it anyway. <laughs> it's so, yeah. It was I never even had it as a kid. It wasn't until later I had it. I'm like, what's the fucking big deal? Right. Yeah. Because now you can get, like, legit gourmet mustards. Or like give me legit gourmet give me Gordon spicy brown any day of the week. Oh hell yeah, that's my jam. And that that I want on the sandwich, but like on my hot dog, I want what my mom would call baby shit, just a regular old cheap little yellow mustard. Classic yellow. Yeah, classic yellow. Classic. Um. Yeah, but gray poupon. But yeah, uh, I I should start doing that again. Saying, part of me, do you have any gray poupon? Pardon me, do you Just have to watch any my gray go, What the hell are you doing? <laughs> then uh, honey mustard became the mustard of choice, and gray poupon was given the back seat with it. It sold out. It wasn't cool anymore. But there was a time, kids, when gray poupon, and it was French, right? Uh, uh, it came in a glass jar, so I thought it was expensive. Ooh, oui, oui, monsieur. And fancy, yeah. So, Grey Poupon is a whole grain mustard and Dijon mustard, which originated in Dijon, France. The U.S. rights to the brand were acquired by the Hubiland Company, later passed on to Kraft Food. So, that's why it comes in a plastic squeeze bottle now. Grey Poupon mm. became popular in the United States in the late 1970s and 1980s as American taste brought in from conventional American yellow mustards. <laughs> Like other Dijon mustards, Grey Poupon contains a small amount of white wine. Uh, American version is made with brown mustard seed grown in Canada. Uh, so the little history of Grey Poupon. Uh, Maurice Gray. Oh, shit. That makes sense why it's called Grey Poupon. I, we, how many Poupon jokes did you make? Oh, yeah. Poupon. <laughs> <laughs> So Maurice Gray, who was winning medals for his Dijon mustard machine in 1855, in 1860 was awarded a royal appointment for developing a machine that could dramatically increase the speed of production of mustard. Man, they're doing the Lord's work in Dijon, France. However, needing financing, which he attained in 1866 from Auguste Poupon, another Dijon mustard manufacturer, the Gray-Poupon partnership produced the first mustard All right, 1866 in Dijon, France. In 1946, the Hubelin, Hubelin Company bought the American rights to the from the original company. In 1970s, the directors of Grey Poupon and another Dijon mustard firm, André Ricard, having earlier bought the popular Malay label, former, formed a, a mustard conglomerate, Sigma Malay. <laughs> what the fuck? There's a mustard's... Cornet Charons, 
Cornichirons, stoneware, salad dressing, kitchen gifts, and oils originated in Marseille, France in 1723. I never heard of them. Uh, anyway, uh, in America, R.J. Reynolds acquired Hubelon in 1982 and merged it with Nabisco in 1985 to find R.J. Wasn't R.J. Reynolds a tobacco company? Yeah, a tobacco company. Yeah. Uh, to find RJR Nabisco in 1999, craft food. So it was Nabisco that made and made it popular because in like the late 80s, early 90s, is when it blew up. And this commercial was from '94, and that, that was probably on the tail end of its popularity if it's in the Subway commercial. In 1999, Kraft Foods acquired Nabisco, including Grape Poupon. Grape Poupon Dijon and whole grain mustard are still produced in France and European Canadian markets. Hmm. Production of Grape Poupon. You know what? It- Oh, Jesus Christ, right, it's ahead. made in Michigan. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, these, these, I'm sorry, this, it's made this, in Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's a snack. food. It's it, right next to all the pretzels. Right, yeah, I guess so, but it's not made in France. It was, well, of course not. It was, when did they buy it up? 1946? Uh, 19, what? You said 1946 they bought the rights to it? Yes, 1946. Hubelin. Uh-huh. They all, they also bought up Smirnoff in 1938. So these guys were going through the Second World War and just buying up for probably pennies on the dollar these European that were devastated. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, we'll buy your mustard. Yeah. And meanwhile, their mustard vineyards uh, are, you know, Burned to the ground. Yeah, they they went in like some Halliburton shit back in the day and bought up all the vodka and mustard after the war or during the war. Hmm. So, uh, Hubulin increased the visibility and name recognition of their mustard in the 1980s commercial, pointing out that one can enjoy the finer things in life with white wine mustard without paying high prices, and which a Rolls Royce pulls up alongside another Rolls Royce. And a passenger in one asks, pardon me, would you have any Grey Poupon? And the other says, but of course. The close closing shot is the Grey Poupon jar being passed between the vehicles, and of course it became very popular in pop culture. The Pardon Me, Would You Have Any Grey Poupon commercials have been parodied in many TVs and film shows. Wayne's World, Married with Children, Old and Surge Dodge, WWE SmackDown, Family Guy's Blue Harvest, that's Star Wars special. The -hmm. question was asked by Michael J. Fox's character while preparing to eat a frog dog in the hard way. And the Dutch character juiced Michael DeWitt in Emilio Estevez's film The Way. The line was also mentioned in a deleted scene in The Office said by character Andy Bernard. The Great Poupon trade is also mentioned in direct-to-video Futurama, Bender's Big Score. Oh. Um, and in episode 20, season one of Parker Lewis Can't Lose, in the Aerosmith song Eat the Rich, Steven Tyler sings, eat at the rich to take that gray poupon, my friend, and shove it up your ass. That's giving it to him. The gray poupon. Do you think rich people really ate gray poupon? I don't know. I think they I think they didn't, but they made poor people think they did. Ah, gotcha. The gray poupon name apparently frequented hip hop and rap lyrics since 1992. When Dossie FX mentioned the brand name on their song, East Coast, artists such as Kanye West. Big Sean, Jay-Z, Kendrick Lamar, and T-Pain reference Grey Poupon on their songs because the brand is so easy to rhyme and it illustrates the status 
of style, luxury, and class. This is mustard, people. <laughs> oh, God, it's mustard. I'd rather have some Kelchners. God, oh, hold on. The Nostalgia Addict wants me to... Uh, a birthday shout-out, 38. Hey, pal. I want to have a talk with you. I hear it's your birthday. And I hear you're 38. Oh, my God. You're so old. You're as old as me. That's so, that's so fucking old. That's good shit, though. You got to stay lean and mean in the genetic jackhammer machine. Fuck. Welcome to the 38 Club, sir. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I thought it was 38 for a while back in the day. I uh, turned 38 back in July. You turned yeah. 37. Yeah, I know, but I spent most of September thinking I was 38 until my wife corrected me. That makes sense. I was telling people I was 38. And then I did the math. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm 37. That's right. All right. Squeezer, here is your first commercial pick. Ah, it's a classic. Pizza! Cheese bites. What were the other ones? Cheese bites, something, and hot bites. Oh, oh, at the end there, yeah, the the dynabites and the hot bites. Cheese bites, dynabites, hot bites. That was a little plug for. There are little uh, like jalapeno poppers. They started plugging towards the. Uh, mm. And this was a spot from '97, I believe. Uh, because I was looking for a 30. Because mo- you don't realize, most of the time, they were running the 15-second bagel bite spot. You didn't need uh, much time to sell a bagel bite. You just said, bagel bites, pizza on a bagel. Yeah. You could eat pizza for breakfast. I'm I sold. did. <laughs> I ate pizza for breakfast. Bagel bites were just inconvenient because, it, I mean, they were delicious. Don't get me wrong, but I'd rather have a whole pizza for breakfast rather than nine bagel bites for breakfast, you know? <laughs> well, I guess... Yeah, no. Uh, they, they were, they they were delicious, and and I don't know if there is many other things out there, other than uh, literally a hot pocket, that can provide the same scorching death to the roof of your mouth. Uh, pizza, uh, pizza bites or whatever they're called, pizza rolls. Those, pizza rolls. Yeah. Tatina's Pretty pizza much rolls. any anything that's in a roll that can burst. Yeah. So, and particularly the the cheesesteak hot pocket in my opinion, is absolute death. It's like molten lava, but it's delicious. They're, um, they're all perfect uh, for the Tracy Jordan sandwich or meat maker, whatever the hell is. <laughs> yeah, it, it's basically like a, a corn baller wrapped in uh, dough. Yeah, there's the corn baller, which you electrify yeah. yourself on. Yeah. But there's the Tracy Jordan meat machine, which squirts hot grease in your eyes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ishmael saying that the hardest part about bagel bites is waiting from the cool. Uh, I, see, that's the problem. I didn't. <laughs> I just, I just dove right in. Um, were you a scraper? 
I, I dare ask, what is that? Where you, like, what I would do is um, take the bagel bite and you, like, put the whole thing in your mouth. And then using your top row of teeth. I'm going to stop you grade, and say no, but go ahead. Completely grade the uh, cheese and pepperoni off and the sauce. So you basically just scrape the bagel clean and then you eat the cheese and the pepperoni and sauce. Or because that's always the better part. <laughs> but what'd you, you do with the bagel? You eat, you eat it. You <laughs> scrape it off and then you tuck it in the corner of your mouth. And you got a big wad of like chewy cheese and pepperoni there. Then, oh, then you eat. Then you core out the bagel and eat the innery good stuff, and then you eat the crunchy bagel, and then you finish with the cheese that you had stored in the cheek. Jesus Christ, you're a monster! Why? You got to get creative. Just horrible them down until you almost choke. Uh, like a duck. Yeah. Um, I always love. It's like. I, for me, yeah, I I, I was. They come in a pack kids? of nine, and yes. I usually have a friend over, your brother and your sister. You're lucky well, that's if you're why getting. They have those big family packs. You're lucky if you're getting two. Yeah, my family couldn't afford the family packs. No, they were. It was cheaper. You buy them in bulk. Yeah, my mom didn't believe that. She bought one roll of paper towels at a time. <laughs> oh no, we we were one of those stocking up kind of families. Yeah, we were out. out uh, these kids just have way too many friends though. Like they have enough for like a whole hockey team. It's They're the same group of jerks who fucking searched through the 10 different purple drinks in their fridge so they got the Sunny D. In my house it was elbow each other in the face till you got the Sunny D and drink it straight out of their fridge until you got punched in the dick and your brother took it from you and started drinking it as the victor. <laughs> There's no purple drink. Um there's no soda. And also, if there's soda, that goes first. But we yeah. weren't allowed soda. It was no, straight we, to the we Sunny had, D. Uh, Milk, soda, purple stuff. Sunny D. Oh, we are Sunny D all the way. Sunny Delight. No, I, I wasn't even a fan of Sunny D. I loved it. I, I loved Too it. Too acidic. It was. I'd rather have just straight up orange drink. It was like straight paper carton. Battery acid. That shit was great. It. Uh, and I, well, I'm a water downer kind of guy. Like, I still like orange juice. I have to cut. Well, now I can't drink. Like, anything. I will. I will do like, I will do like a third orange juice, and then like two thirds water. I can't even do that. That's too sweet for me. But when uh, I was I, a, I when I was a kid, I liked it straight, mainline it, no cutting. Yeah, that's what I love. Um, like diner orange Ozzy juice. Ozzy Osbourne that's and like I have that in cheap common. shit. That's just all water. Yes. Like it's like they know. Yeah, you, you people are down. Sunny D. Yeah, or, and, and do it's it a is typical order pizza. Order pizza. I had bagel bites last night, squeezer. Pepperoni. Did you, you son of a oh, bitch. yeah, I had bagel bites. Um I didn't get dinner. I got home and psh. nice. You know what I'm really hungry for? Pizza's and, on a bagel. I, I could I, have pizza could, anytime. I can go for an Elio's right now. I have Elio's in my fridge freezer too. Mm. I, I eat Elio's. You should have one. You're going to have one coming up soon, right? Like two weeks from now, right? Yeah. I eat Elio's all the fucking time, Squeezer. Uh, I can go for one. It's, right a, it's could... pretty much Enchantress eats the fancy, and there's too much. There's too many fixings on it. It's too much. I can't finish one. She she loves the Stouffer's French bread pizza. Mm hmm. So I'll make her that, and then I make myself. No, I don't like French bread. It's too bready. Yeah, I like the Elio's. It's, it's basically just a long bagel bite, really what it is i like helios 
Is it a fire hazard, a safety hazard, if I bring a, a toaster oven into work? No, I was going to buy one for work. We used to have one at the oh. old building. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Because then I, I'll stack up on Elios. And, uh, I already got a microwave in my office sitting there. Why not? Oh, yeah. Elios is delicious. Um, but yeah, So this, this spot started running... Well, the the song is based off the McGuire Sisters' 1957 hit "Sugar Time." So it's actually it's not an original jingle; it's just uh, an old song that they rewrote the lyrics to uh, for "Pizza on a Bagel." And I guarantee you, more people have heard and know it as the Bagel Bite song. Like if you heard like the original, you go, "Oh, did someone like redo the Bagel Bite song?" And I wouldn't. I'm did just you, saying you, most people know it for the Bagel Bites song I, and not the McGuire should, should I play it? Yeah, if you can find it. I was going to pull it. What's it called? Uh, uh, Sugar Time. McGuire Sisters. Way to pull it, Mr. Producer. I didn't want to overcomplicate things. You already got my picks in the wrong order, so I didn't want to screw you up I? anymore. No, your one is Bagel. Nope. Uh, look again, buddy. You have two number ones. Oh, yeah, that's on me. <laughs> well, I didn't put it in alphabetical order. You shouldn't have done that. Should have gone numerically, then backwards alphabetically. Son of a bitch. Computer. I'm going to get a copyright knock for this. I know it. Uh, I'm pretty... This guy be in uh, public domain by now, right? When pizza's on a bagel, you could eat sugar anytime. I don't know what's worse for it. You're probably better off just having raw sugar than some bagel bites. <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably. yeah you uh, fucking take shots. The commercial is fantastically... Taking shots at me at two number ones. Yeah, fair enough. All right, well, I'm looking at... It's whoever exported it. That was prom. Um, the commercial is fantastically 90s. It has roller hockey and it has basketball, which are two of the hottest things that you did back then. And then uh, it, it's just a mishmash of snap zooms and quick whip cuts and, and just smash cuts and f extreme close-ups of people's faces staring at the camera making googly eyes. Mm -hmm. That was a thing back then. Mm -hmm. I, I I went through a lot of commercials and I watched a lot of commercials, and it it, it clearly it was a, there's definitely a style that the second you see it and you go oh this is clearly a '90s commercial. There's one I have picked uh, down the road later too. It just it, let me guess. Me, just, it's, is it a but, Frosted Flake commercial where Tony the Tiger goes hits the half pipe with the kid after they eat a complete breakfast with <laughs> frosted flakes bring out the tiger and you and then he says and you and i always confuse me what the fuck are you talking about yeah. tony yeah now if you ate a whole bowl of frosted flakes and then went out like hit a half pipe you'd be vomiting like immediately let's go but tony hits it with you that's true he gets sick air too he does well he's he's animated frosted flakes bring out the tiger and you uh, the song, it was uh, also uh, covered in a 2011 episode of uh, Jimmy Fallon with Meatloaf uh, singing an ode to Bagel Bites. And then uh, 
There are new commercials out now. I don't know if you saw the new ones that dropped back in August. No. Nope. They're animated. Mm. Uh, they got some creepy clowns and unicorns, and they're really weird. Um, and they, I they don't believe the so. Chico, when you're messing with the yeah. bad rise on our mall, oozing with machismo. <laughs> I sound more slow than Cubano. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's not as good, nearly as good as the old school '90s jingle. Well, speaking of Tombstone Pizza Squeezer and pizza, yes, what was the commercial you saw? Without giving the whole thing away, the Tombstone one that you were is on your short list. Bingo. Oh, sorry, bingo. Uh, the firing line one. <sighs> I don't know how you get such a short list. You watch every single. Of 80s commercial, whatever his playlist is, dot com. No. I just remembered that one, and I'm like, oh, that Tombstone commercial. I'm not shitting you. I'm going to give a shout out to the man who I ripped these all off of, and you probably ripped them off, too. Um, Not true. 80s commercial vault on YouTube, man. God damn. Is this a treasure trove of old commercials? I mean, I did go through and watch those, but... 80s Commercial Vault. He's got... I, I pulled mine from 90s Commercials Volume 326. It's impressive. And it's 20 minutes of just commercials. This yeah. guy's got it all. So 80s Commercials... He's doing, he's doing the work of... Of the Lord. The, um, well, I was going to say the uh, Library of Congress, but you know, I can go. <laughs> he's doing the Lord's work. But here, this commercial I remember, I always felt was really dark. And uh, I liked it. Blindfold, monsieur? No. Cigarette? No. What do you want on your tombstone? Pepperoni and cheese. Tombstone pizza, Pierre! What do you want on your tombstone? Real meat, real cheese. Much better tasting than pizzas made with imitation cheese. So what do you want on your tombstone? Napkin? No. John Cleese, what do you want on your tombstone as they're about to shoot him? Pepperoni and cheese. Wayne's a bit dark. <laughs> so I, I told you I have I, lo- I always have values in my freezer. I always have bagel bites. Guess what else is in my freezer right now, Squeezer? Ooh, is it a tombstone? It is tombstone pizza. I'm gonna wow. go down um, on our when we take our pee re beer break, and I'm mm-hmm. going to take a picture on uh, our Radiers um, uh, Instagram story and, and post it for you to show to prove to you that I'm not lying. I have this much unhealthy shit in my freezer because I love it. <laughs> it's just the the pizza like uh, what is that Ca- shelf? compartment right like the, you just go into like the pizza like door and the freezer section and just empty that entire thing out yeah yeah hey lady what are you doing in the frozen food section you're gonna melt all this good stuff <laughs> <laughs> what movie uh my blue heaven that a boy i knew you Thanks. wouldn't disappoint i know especially because it was henry hill as a kid, I fucking obsessed over that line. 
I was like, is that all it takes? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Tombstone, Red Baron, or t- Team No, uh, no, Red, fuck Red Baron. Boo, hiss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Red Baron. DiGiorno's became the hip. It's a delivery. It's DiGiorno, but fuck DiGiorno. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't funded DiGiorno. What, what? Before uh, there was DiGiorno, there was Boboli. You'd get your own pizza crust and you have oh, to yeah. put the sauce and the oh, cheese and so, toppings on yourself. It's just so bready. That's what I like about Tombstone. It's a Boboli. Yeah, Tombstone's actually really good. If you like like a like a, a thin, crunchy pizza, like Tombstone is really flavorful. Tombstone's some good shit. But Elliot's yeah, is still Yeah, I'm I'm not cra- like we'll just get in bulk like the frozen store brand ones Clearly, I am not a pizza frozen pizza connoisseur because I'm saying Elio's is my favorite. So, do not. No, there's nothing wrong with that. Out of all like the breadier pizzas, I'm I would go Elio's. I'm not gonna lie. So there's this this new frozen pizza I tried over the weekend. I bought it from Wingman's. It's it's in like a plastic wrap, and it's called Brooklyn Square Pizza, and it's mm-hmm. like a uh, Sicilian style, but they put the cheese down first and then the sauce over it. And it is really good. It's in. It's like hmm. shrink wrapped. It's in like a plastic vacuum wrap. It's called Brooklyn Square Pizza, and they have it. At, they have Can it. You at take Wings. it off before you put it in the oven, or no? It's a good idea, um, but it's not a necessarily uh, must do. I think it is. Maybe it is. As I, I I'm all for making light of it, but I think as an informational source and potential um, oh a ministry yeah well, i guess we can't lie ministry, to people well i could uh, just we say be held liable for burning your house down oh yeah we're not about eating plastic we're talking about burning your house down that makes more sense yeah no you can eat all the plastic you want yeah uh but yes and we did as kids so this tombstone at tombstone pizza is good and as a kid it was like the frozen pizza like there was no frozen pizza other than tombstone back in the day right yeah, Helios. Uh, there was like Mama Celeste, and there were, uh, and Totino's like party pizza, but like the big one was Tombstone, yeah. and then or or the fundraiser French breads that came in just a white cardboard box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those those were all regional though, Squeezer. Yeah, from Nardones up in Hazelton, they are Italians up there. Oh, so good. They are good. Um, I we were watching uh, the right stuff. I'm su- surprised you haven't brought that up yet. Mm-mm. We, What's this? It's the show based on the Tom Wolf book about the first space mission in the U.S. Oh, I saw. I just I haven't on Disney Plus anything new. Well, we started tonight. We watched three episodes. It's pretty good. Oh, okay. But the one kid on there is from Old Forge, and I was like, oh, that's a pizza capital of the world, in Pennsylvania, Old Forge. Mm-hmm. Get that sweet sauce and American cheese on it. Good. That's good shit. Oh God. Uh, moving on. Squeezer, your another first pick. Thanks a lot. Merry Christmas. Come on, come on. 
Mr. Marshall. Oh, how you doing, oh. Best wishes for this and all your mornings from Folgers. You really love this commercial because you've done, I it, you've done it before. I adore this commercial. Have I? Christmas commercials, buddy. Oh. Well, see, I didn't look at Christmas commercials. They just looked at commercials. Yeah. And also, I, I figure you've been seeing all that Folgers they bought for the... I don't know why there's like... I know I'm I'm in charge, but I I still don't know why there's like ten cases of Folgers coffee in the lunchroom all of a sudden. Uh, it's all K cups. Is that K cups? Yeah, they're K cups. Huh. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't know either. I've seen it. I don't ask questions. I'm just like, all right, whatever. They mm, like Folgers. Probably for the best. <laughs> it's probably probably is for the best. I don't know if you're gonna reenact some giant like Peter scene. <laughs> uh, no, not. Not this one, maybe the 2009 one, if you want to reenact it with me. Was there um, a 2009 we'll get, one? We'll get into that later. Oh, uh, was, it a, whole, was it a homosexual couple? No, no, no. It's even... No, no, no. I, oh. it, it's, it's, I have notes. And there's right. a great GQ write-up on it. And it's almost impossible to find the original for certain reasons. But we'll get to that. You In 1986, original, Folgers comes out with this work of art. Uh, it was put together by Cunningham and Walsh, uh, the big fancy pants ad firm. Um, this thing ran for 17 years, if not even more in some parts. I feel like um, I've seen it about 17,000 times. So Yeah. Um, and and it, they should just bring it back again because it is timeless. And they're actually um, in an interview with Greg Wrangler, who played Peter, um, who went on to do other great things like... Uh, a lot of daytime soaps and stuff like that. But the guy was worked steady for like 20 plus years. So mm-hmm. give him that. Um, but you're saying the amount of like concern on set into making it come off as timeless. What, like it was very important to them. Like it, from wardrobe to the car um, to like the setting. So they, they only had the stop to when, date it. When, eight, when 16 by 9 format came out. That's when they're like, all right, we're done. We can't air it anymore. That That's pretty much where that timed out. Um, and uh, like, so that's why they use like the Volkswagen bug because it's like, you know, that's still up until now, you don't see him as much, but that car is kind of timeless. Like sure. you could see some college kid having that thing. And same thing, like just the sweater, like they were very particular. Then you didn't see any technology or anything. You didn't see like old TVs or it was just Christmas trees and kind of just warm, cozy house. Oh, and because of that, that thing was able to run for 17 years from the 80s into the 2000s without it really feeling dated. Um, and and you know, so you got some 30-something-year-old college student coming home because. Uh, they're going with like the Dawson Creek rules here. Almost um, like seventy-five, and when the commercials run and stopped, he's like joining AIRP, and he's still seeing the commercial <laughs> run. Yeah, uh, and he was still getting residuals off it. I guess he made a good bucks, deal with them that the Folgers commercial. <laughs> yeah, the Folgers commercial. Best part up. of waking up is residuals in my cup. <laughs> <laughs> Which you don't see a lot of people taking residuals for uh, commercial work, but he took the back it was end. A smart move. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, most actors like pay me, g- give me my three hundred bucks, and uh, I wonder if uh, he I'm pulled a, a straight on Lucas and negotiated toy rights too. <laughs> if you make action figures based on this commercial, oh, it's all <laughs> mine. <laughs> um. So yeah, he comes home from college. The little, I guess, little sister, maybe a niece. Oh, mom and dad might have gotten a little busy later in life. Um, but uh, they they make coffee, and then everyone wakes up with this over the top. I smell coffee, which really Folgers when you brew it just smells like burning. So what they really should have would snapped out of bed like, oh shit, get the kid out of the house. There's a fire. Um, and I'm not judging Folgers. It's fine, but I'm a bit of a coffee snob. Kenner presents um, Glebe Glop from the Folgers Christmas commercial line. <laughs> I don't remember him in the commercial. Yeah, well, we're reaching. <laughs> it's all profit, kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it won. It was awarded the Procter & Gamble Best Commercial Award. So that's highly acclaimed. And I'm assuming nice Peter... Ish. Uh, is named after Peter Folger, who was the heir to the Folger's throne and their chairman for like 130 years. I thought it was some dick double entendre. No, no, I think it was actually Peter. Uh, his uh, his daughter was actually Abigail Folger's, who was... Oh, she was killed by... Uh, killed in the Tate murders. Tate murders, yeah, by uh, the Manson family. Yeah. Not so, uh, in, fun, fun stuff. However, she w- she is in, but she was not killed in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Spoilers. Spoilers. Yes, I get there. It's on my DVR. Now, moving on to some more fun things. What's the Radgers without some incest, right? Mm. Move to we need to update this commercial and um, 2009. They release this gem, and it's actually almost hard to find now because there are so many parodies online <laughs> that it's tough to find the original. Did you find it? Um, I don't see the, it in my playlist to play it for the people. I don't see it in my playlist to play it for the people. No, no, because uh, it's it's. I was I wasn't gonna go too deep into it, but uh, it, it's titled "You're My Present This Year." Oh. That's the name of the spot, um, and and, and the, the truth is, because when I was looking for it, I couldn't find the original for the longest time because everything had parodies in it. Um, where the brother comes home from South Africa because he's on like in a, on a mission, and because they had to go completely over the top, um, and the sister, the long, younger sister, isn't. Um, six she's in her early 20s and they're sitting there drinking coffee it's kind of like haha smiling and then he like he gives her a present she takes the bow off and puts it on him she's like you're my present this year you and sure then you just weren't watching tight shot of her eyes <laughs> i that's the comments read that. that that's what it is like this should be on Pornhub. uh her eyes the look she gives yeah. it is look We've been on sets before, and there are sometimes you see something, and you're like, "Oh, that's not gonna work." We're like, "Whoa, that is way too. That looks inappropriate. Maybe we should change that." Shut up. it down. This isn't shut working. it down. Um, 
That sounds Zodiac. Rock. How many times did that happen? That, this yeah. is incest, isn't it? It's incest. <laughs> shut it down. Shut it down. It's shut down. Shut it down. Shut, shut it, it down. down. Um, yeah. Do yourself. You can find it real quick. Just look up the Folgers. Just Google <laughs> Folgers incest. And uh, there, there are so many. Like, there are legit good parodies of it. Really well done, like, production value-wise. Um, there's also a great write-up on GQ. <laughs> the first, um, the first uh, uh, hit was Folgers commercial. Folgers incest commercial is the description. Well, there, there is. So there's two. There's a really long one where Hold they on, blatantly just start making out in front of their parents. Um, and then there's a big brawl. And then the other one that's very good and subtle, where she after that look, it just cuts to a tight cutaway of her wait, wait, running wait, wait, her wait, hand wait, wait. at its crotch. I must have the wrong house. Sister? This isn't even in HD. Oh, I missed you so much. They waited what the hell? You know. It's a long way from West Africa. Oh, real coffee. I wouldn't call Folgers real coffee. Folgers. I brought you something from far away. You've never seen this before? Really? Yeah, I've seen it. Okay. Oh. But you recall how creepy it is? Yeah, she puts the bow on his nose. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> what are you doing? You're my present this year. Oh, the lingering look. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. Was, that, was that the legit one that you wanted? Yeah, that was a legit one. Because there is the, a very subtle one. I thought it was a work of art where it just is a tight shot of her hand going down his crotch. And then it cuts back to the rest of the commercial. It's really well done. Here's the parody. Um... But yeah, GQ did a great write-up. The oral history of Folgers incest ad. <laughs> oh, I missed you so much. They waited up all night for you, you know. It's a long way from West Africa. Is this flirting? Oh, coffee. Kiss here. I brought you something from far away. <laughs> really? Oh. <laughs> what are you doing? You're my present this year. <laughs> See? I smelled it. He's back. Ryan, you have to leave. What? What are you guys talking about? We know what's going on here. We know you're trying to f each other. What? No. Oh, please. Brothers and sisters, don't look at each other like that. We sent you to West Africa for a reason, Ryan. <laughs> to separate you and your sister. You're crazy! Oh, yeah? What's this? He's my present this year. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I'm your son, and I'm in love with your daughter. Oh, Ryan, what is in that? Oh, his name's Ryan. <laughs> what the hell? What's in the box, Ryan? It's mine. They even got the wrapping paper right. <laughs> Unbelievable. Engagement ring? Oh, oh man, that could have been funnier. I love that we have so much in common because we Yeah, I thought it was together. gonna be much dirtier. And I just want to wake up every morning to the smell of you and Folger's Colombian dark roast. And will you make me the happiest brother? <laughs> Dad! Get off of him! I love him! No! That's not right. That's pretty good. Yeah, but that it's not that far off. No, they just they just uh read the undertones. 
Yes. Um, yeah, and the undertones were there, and they had, they they claim that they don't know what people are talking about. That in no way, it's just a happy brother and sister just doing their thing. <laughs> right, but they don't realize that ninety percent of the I don't population know how is anyone, sick. And how that fuck. made it out of editing, someone not saying something like this doesn't look right. Yeah, the the they could have got away without putting the brothers like I'm gonna rape you look after she puts the bow on his chest. Like that, that it all even just that one cutaway they, of her yeah. eyes. Well, uh, no, I think it's his cut because you know she could have maintained sweet if it was just like a giggling after that. But like the hardcore, we're doing it, we're doing this. Look, at, he gives her after the bow. That's what really makes it. Un- that's when you enter the uncomfortableness. Yeah, yeah, you're in it. You're like, oh god, no, oh no, no, no. oh no, oh he's gotta. He's got an ancestor. He's got an ancestor. Oh my god. The horror. Alright, here is my third pick. Introducing Glade Plugins Air Freshener. It keeps on freshening. And freshening. And freshening. Plug it in, plug it in. New Glade Plugins freshens for 30 days. Plug it in, plug it in. Gently, constantly warms this refill cartridge for a full 30 days. Freshens 30 days, freshens out of your way. Plug it in, plug it in. After 30 days, just pop in a refill. Try Glade plugins and plug into 30 day freshness. Plug it in. So, I I remember this commercial. I found it on the 80s commercial ball, and I remember walking around asking, "Plug it in, plug it in," and I'm like, "Wow." What a lame commercial to talk about, but I'm sure everyone remembers. It's like, bye, man. And plug it in, plug it in. And it's mm-hmm. also something people still use all the time, but it's completely different from the version they're plugging plugging in this plug-in commercial squeezer. These original Glade plugins were um, like, uh, like, What's the word I'm looking for? Shutter. It was like a shutter, mm-hmm. or a co- uh, like a, a cookie cutter, as we call it in the light industry. And uh, you you slid. You know how you get those um, Febreze things that you just put the like gel pack in, and you click it, and it just sits there, and you replace it. It doesn't plug in anything. Mm-hmm. Well, that foil like gel pack you used to slide into the plugins. There were no like oils or anything like now, uh, so you'd plug this no, thing. It's toxic gels. Yeah, it's toxic gels, you know, and plastic and foil, which I'm sure there was some sort of fire hazard for these plugins. But the weirdest part about this commercial is the guy. So it starts. It shows the box, the plugins, and. Um, so she's freshening and, the, and, and then the kid pulls off his, his shoes he's like I'm freshen and then this what looks like a homeless guy but it's like it's the dad of the family and he's in his pajamas and bathrobe and his hair's all disheveled uh, and, he, and I, I, I think what they're pro- trying to ensue like the mom's cooking dinner and she's got onions cooked the kid's taking his Snelly sneakers off I'm pretty sure the dad just took a steaming hot shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's proud of it, too. He's like, Ed Fred's like, listen. So we get the box art. Introducing Glade Plugins Air Freshener. Mom's cooking. Kids taking off shoes. And dad took a giant shit. <laughs> Wait, which one is this? Which year is this? 
1994. The dad just, and he's proud of it too. So then they, they show some B-roll of the, the room. So they show the kids' uh, bedroom with the bat and the, and the, the, the sneakers. And they show the kitchen with the onions and the hot sauce. And then it's a bathroom, like that's distinct bathroom wallpaper, but it's just a close-up of the outlet. Because what the fuck else can they show? They can't show the fucking toilet. <laughs> like they did everything. And I never dawned on me when I was a kid, like what the fuck is this guy doing? Like this guy just, this dad just took a shit. And what they're insinuating <laughs> is nothing could cover up the smell of a dad shit like a Glade plug-in. A dad shit, it permeates all the walls in the house. <laughs> And he's dads are more proud of their stinky dumps than anybody in history. Yeah, Yeah, he's so proud of himself. Oh, yeah, he's He's like with a towel over his shoulders. Uh, no, he's wearing a robe. He's wearing a robe. Oh, no, I'm looking at a different one then. Oh, so that must have been a theme of them. This guy's in a blue robe with pajamas. And freshening. Yeah. I, you know, that, Squeezie, you're a dad now. When you take a shit and it stinks up the whole house, you're proud, oh, right? Oh, my God. The best is when they come and go, you stink. I go, uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. They'll, they'll, they'll come in and, like, you stink. And I quit close the door behind them and lock them in. <laughs> yeah, it's the ultimate Dutch oven. Ah, oh, I just took a massive... Uh, uh, Vince McMahon, speaking of my Vince impression, was, was famously known... Uh, from trips to Hershey to Allentown and from Allentown to New York when they'd be driving, he'd like r- like he'd eat like a full protein diet. The Ico Pro would go through him. And Bruce said he'd leave the nastiest farts and he'd Dutch oven them. And he'd be like, ah, ha, ha, ha. Oh, yeah, smell it. Smell it. It's great. Oh, good God. There's no Glade plug-in. Uh, that's what they should Vince should have been in this commercial when it's like, Introducing Glade plugins. Keeps on freshening and freshening and freshening. Oh, good shit. I just took a good shit and it doesn't even smell. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So I, I don't I don't really do many uh, voiceover requests, but for Todd, um, shouting out to all the vets. Happy Veterans Day. He asked me to do Ultimate Warrior sampling sense. So I will. I'm gonna back off a little bit. Squeeze. Are you ready for it? Mm-hmm. Sampling sense of Glade plugins in 1994. When the God of above came down and gave the Warrior Nation all the sets of the plugins from Glade, he chose one Warrior, the ultimate one, to sample the sets to find out which would cover the set. Of a Thanksgiving pile on turn up shit like no one's business. I smell Macintosh apple. Oh, I smell Meadow Dew. Oh, and I smell fresh rain shower. The ultimate scent of them all is Meadow Dew! Wow, I'm lightheaded. (laughs) (laughs) You alright? How was that for... That sounded like it hurt. Yeah. That sounded like something Warrior would cut a promo on, too, didn't it? I I would think so, yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, I was always partial to the linen uh, scents, you know, like a fresh laundry. Uh, well, the warrior did not choose that squeezer, so fuck off. Uh, sorry, warrior. <laughs> fuck off yourself. Squeezer, if you don't like the warrior's chosen scent, you can fuck right off. <laughs> yeah, Thank I you. got the sense that warrior never <laughs> smelled fresh laundry. So. <laughs> Todd said that was fucking remarkable. But I appreciate <laughs> it because I almost passed out. <laughs> Not like the Macho Man. Here's my fresh towels from home. It's my towel from home. Don't touch it. Don't touch my stuff. Yeah. All right. That was. I, ma- I managed to get more time out of Glade plugins than I thought. So we'll move on <laughs> to Squeezer's next pick. This is the pinnacle of 90s commercials. Running swing here. I don't think so. Climb and slide here. I don't think so. Then where? I'm going Daisy at Discovery Zone. Where I can cut loose and be on my own. DZ's made just for me. The place where I can really cut loose. It's all here. Jump and tumble here. I don't think so. I'm going Daisy. DZ, where kids want to be. It is where they wanted to be. It's where Until I wasn't. they went bankrupt. Yeah, it did. And that's why I picked this. Cause, so I was trying to find, like, not themes, but, like, when it came to picking, like, try to find a different reason for each one. And one of my criteria for something to pick was something that made me jealous. Like, what was a commercial that I remember seeing? Like, I want that, I want that, I want that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would see these Discovery Zone commercials, and I so badly wanted to go to Discovery Zone. Mm-hmm. Not once in my little life had I ever been in a Discovery Zone. I, I got you beat. My little sister had a birthday party there, and it was when my mom and dad were like on the verge of divorce. So my mom uh-huh. threw it, and she ran it, and I was there to help. But I had to look too cool to go through the mazes. So I not only got to go to Discovery Zone, I couldn't do any of the fun shit. Oh, it's almost worse. It is. That's what I'm saying. Now it's a party city. Uh, yes, yes. It was the one yeah. right by uh, the Sports Authority and the old where best. Bradley's used to be. Bradley's was on the corner. It wasn't where yep. Bradley's was. It was where Farmore well, used to yeah, be. Ca- yeah, yeah. Well, Caddy Corner from yeah. it, Bradley's. Farmore. Yeah, Farmore was, was down yeah. the way before they drove themselves in the ground. Right. Uh, what else is in there? Thank you, Todd. Uh, Kids are us. Kids R Us was there, yeah. Kids and Us. And before it was a sports authority, it was a Rickles. And uh, there was a hardware store. There was a Best. Yes, a Best uh, uh, a catalog store there. That's where we got our Commodore sixty four. Yep. Good times, Ned. That was like the first big strip mall in the area. I was like, this is groundbreaking. It was the second. The first one was where Walmart was. It was the Five Guys from whatever the fuck it was called. Yeah. The it was before our time. Um, and there were the Heckingers were there. Yes, uh, but this uh, this Discovery Zone commercial I found up so much more in it as I was watching, and it's it's like it took every little thing from a '90s commercial and just mashed it in together. Like it, every it's like they do the time lapse and the POV stuff with the sped up footage. The janky camera work, the bold colors. Did they do the poster and, eyes? 
What's that? The posterize effect. Yes. Uh, well, no, they didn't use that in this one. Hmm. But then, but they do use um, the low angle uh, fisheye look, look with the adult getting in the camera's face, scolding you kind of thing. Ah, uh, yeah, that's classic. Yeah, they're assuming. Uh, so in I my call mind, that the Fox like, Kids look. Yes, there are a bunch of adults. Like, how do we talk to kids? Like, well, most adults are shitty to kids, and they talk down to them. So let's make it look like the adults are talking down to the kids, and then you know the have the adults talk down to them, but it's a kid's voice, so it's humorous. Um, and it starts off, it's basically two spots. It's 15 seconds of not being allowed to do stuff in the supermarket and the museum, and then it's 15 seconds of awesomeness at Discovery Zone, at the DC in Discovery Zone. Um, yeah, it, it really... It, it feels like that look is also known for uh, parents not understanding why kids like apple jacks because they don't taste like apples. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. That was, I was trying to think of a very specific spot uh, where uh, that is very familiar from. And yeah, that's that's one of them as well. Yeah. And Discovery Zone went, went the same way as it's. Uh, parent company did from 95 to 99 they were so they were independently owned from when they started in 89 to 95 then blockbuster bought them uh and then uh some other group cec entertainment bought them up and then they finally went out of business in 2001 uh and their their claim was that they just expanded too fast and they didn't have the corporate structure to support that ah um I guess I don't see why. It, they they didn't than, take know. the Chuck E. Cheese method, a corporate structure of selling beer and letting fathers bare knuckle box outside of the store but <laughs> 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 the kids played in the ball pit. Yeah. Um, whereas, yeah, I, I think because it was a very niche thing. Like, you didn't just... Like, it, it was good for birthday parties and stuff like that and the occasional rainy day. But not everyone, when you could take your kids to a playground for free or just run around outside, you know, at the time, like, my mom wasn't going to drop five bucks for me to go run around Discovery Zone for an hour. Right. You know, it's like, just get your ass outside. Or at least Chuck E. Cheese, not saying that, you know, they survived much longer. They they at least... No, they I mean, did. It, Chuck E. Cheese survived up until the pandemic. Uh, fair enough. Uh, but they, they were still, they were hurting for quite some time. Um, but yeah, still alive. Uh, it's, well, the it's whole, delicious, the whole, delicious, greasy pizza. Well, the whole arcade uh, paradigm just fell apart when home consoles became better than arcades. Yeah, and yeah, and you have to. It's an investment because to one up them, you have to go. Uh, dare I say, all in? I'm not saying I have to. They have to. Uh, oh, that's. Like, I'm you, still counting it on Squeezer Bingo. You're still counting it. Uh, like the shortlist and all in. Like you need a like a, a full blown afterburner or Jurassic Park vehicle game. Like you can't just have a, a basic. Oh yeah, you you need a machine. you need a rail shooter that's a, a sit in active environment. Yeah, yeah not, and not even a stand up rail shooter. Like you can't even have like. No, a, I said a sit in active environment. Kind of yeah, 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 yeah. And those those aren't cheap. No, so sorry. your overhead already is. Yeah, and plus, like, ball pits are very taboo because 
they're just riddled with disease. So, well, good pick, good commercial. Thanks. Um, let's see if you remember my next pick. Pop secret pop quiz. I'm Plato, your pop quiz host. Pop quiz pops in six different colors. The big question is, what will pop up next? Are you ready? Kate. Three. Too bad. Mike. Purple. Sorry. Ted. Blue. You guessed it. So what do I get? You get to eat it. There's no buttery. The quizzically colorful pop quiz, where the big question is, what will pop up next? There was a big trend in the late nine, mid to late nineties, with uh, different colored regular foods. Like they just went ham on dyes, and the pop secret pop quiz was no different. My mom bought this once or twice for us. So you'd get a box of pop quiz, and you'd put the bag in the microwave, and you had no idea it could pop of any one of five colors, and it was just regular buttered popcorn. Mm-hmm. But there was like. Green and purple ketchup. <laughs> and then there was pop quiz. But yeah, there were these two things that were different colors. <laughs> um, I don't know. The, the commercials, you know, it's got your typical host. Uh, uh, he looks like a methed out uh, about to host. Video are get it. Get up here. Uh, he's got the multicolor windbreaker on. And um, the, the overall meth look. Uh, and he's very jacked up, and he's quick to shit on the kids' dreams. Kid number one. <laughs> the big question is, what'll pop up next? Pulls Are it out of the microwave, hands her the purple bag. Great. Nope, it's red. Fuck off. You lost. Spin around. Nope. Uh-uh. Ah, you got it. Ted got it. You get to eat it. You get to eat it. Fuck off. That's essentially saying. Make sure you say it's buttery. I don't know. I just saw this and I was like, I remember this commercial and I remember this popcorn. <laughs> and I really don't have I a lot. I completely forgot about this. Oh, yeah. Popcorn. Yeah, we got it We got it like once or twice. Right. Like you said. And then the the it, it wears off pretty quick. Mom realizes, like, yeah, this is not worth the... I can get some store brand shit for... Or my kid's selling me popcorn for his Boy Scout thing, so... Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah. had tons of that shit. Yeah. Oh, it's good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, so the the pop, the quiz part is guessing what color's in the bag? That's the quiz. And I that's think... That's not really a quiz, This was though, early 90s. I, I pulled this off in 92. So this did last a couple of years. Really? Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, I'm guessing it was all FDA safe, or they didn't care back then. At that point, yes, uh, it was yeah. in the small, different colored bags, but the color of the popcorn didn't match the color of the bag. Uh, and the popcorn was bright ass colors: red, green, blue, yellow, purple, and orange. Mm-hmm. Yellow was a dud because it just looks like buttered popcorn. <laughs> mm. Go for some buttered popcorn right now. Uh, I could always. I love popcorn. I got some Boy Scout shit upstairs, the extra buttery. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Scouts. Because I, there were girls. They sold it to me. But, yeah, that was one of the weird, uh, colorful, like, dye things. Like, there was, I, like, Tongue Splashers Bubblegum, remember them? They came in the paint can, 
and they were they're so full of dye they'd turn your whole mouth that color. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there was of course like I said the Heinz Easy Squirt, the purple and green um ketchup. But uh yeah, this pop quiz is something that's not always brought up and I was like, you know what? This is a good one. And we had it. My mom definitely everyone bought it cuz I microwave popcorn's like the cheapest thing you could buy at the store. Like you you're not going to like you know that's that's like an easy buy. All right, I'll get the stupid pop quiz. Yeah, yeah. my mom loved microwave popcorn too. So, <clears throat> but the bags were really small, and it was for a family of five. It was kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah, they were more. I don't want to say individual. They absolutely were single serving bags. They yes. they were not yeah. a, a full bag of popcorn. No, no. All right, here is little Squeezie's next one. No, when you buy the Sega Genesis that comes with Sonic 1, you'll get Sonic 2 absolutely free. Sonic 2 handles stubborn stains, embarrassing bald spots, no problem. It even slices and dices, makes thousands of julienne fries. But wait, you can play it too. This free Sonic 2 is a $54.99 value. You get two Sonics for the price of one. Sonic 2 fits easily into any tackle box. Made from a space-age polymer plastic for years of family fun. And pets love it too. Buy the Sega Genesis that comes with Sonic 1 and get Sonic 2 free. Act now. Wiener Dog Sweater sold separately. Ah, uh, the genius of Tom Kalinske and the renegade Sega brand of the nineties. Yeah. It, it was it was so smart, and it, it's even it, it's a brilliant ad in the fact that it hides itself in itself, like because it really is like a, a Sega a Sonic infomercial. Because part of the thing was you really did have to send away for the game, mm-hmm. so. They were pushing this because this was at the time where the uh, Gen 2 was out. And now, like, when I bought my Genesis, I got my Genesis with Sonic 2. But they still had old Sega Genesis with Sonic 1s sitting on store shelves. And so there's no real motivation when people go there. It's like, oh, I can get the new one with Sonic 2 or, oh, I can get that older one with just Sonic 1. Yeah, but if you send away, you get Sonic 2 as well. So you get two games, minus the $3.50 shipping and handling. Um, but it was a way to push, get older consoles off the market, um, rather than just like wholesaling them, but to get them out. And basically, you, you're doing what you're already doing. Right. You're giving away Sonic 2 with your Genesis. Your Sonic 1's already paid for and done you know it's not not like they're worried about profit on that no. it, and, but they <clears throat> do it in know such a smart way the whole story behind this uh first of all go back and listen to uh almost three years ago squeezer we had yeah Bla- blake on it. j harris december of 2017 we had blake j harris uh the author of console wars on our show uh read the book console wars because it tells you but they also made a documentary movie of it on cbs all access that's really really good we watched it uh, last month it's so good it's so well done whole gang's in it (laughs) but the book can't be the book is so good i've read it twice now um blake does a great job of basically telling the story of how this renegade ragtag group uh ran by tom kalinsky the guy who basically put mattel on the map and he-man uh, mm-hmm. came to Sega and 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 stole the market share from Nintendo for a brief period of time. It's like Eric Bischoff's 83 weeks of video games. 
Mm-hmm. And this is yeah. This... They, they took a gritty, low blow approach to it. Yeah, they were more adult, and, uh, and, and they did these commercials that were it's like, like, yeah, we're not gonna go toe to toe with Nintendo and be like, ooh, look at us. Like, you know, they they got dirty. And, and and they got creative, like when when you when you're limited, and that this is the kind of stuff you do. Like this commercial wasn't expensive to shoot; it was brilliant, though. Like it, it's like it, it the way it, it parodies just every infomercial you've seen, but at the same time, being an infomercial itself. The big commercial they did was the race car one, where they had like two Formula One race cars drag racing down the street. With like Mario Kart on one TV going really slow and Sonic on the other one, and they were mm-hmm. talking about blast processing, which wasn't it was just a made up thing. <laughs> yeah, like Sega does what Nintendo. But um, that was the first one by that 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 marketing firm they hired, and they were they're genius ads. They did a really good job. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know which which gimmick I like more. Like it, it's so well done. Like the, <laughs> like they spill the wine on the couch. They just rub the wine in with the with the box. Uh, the chopping celery and potatoes, like julienning fry, julian fries. The bald spot. It's literally they just have it just attached to a bald man's head, <laughs> covering up the bald spot, and then. Yes, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 does fit in a tackle box. Um, there's no question about that. They're not lying in any way mm-hmm. whatsoever. Um, it's just so well done. And, it, and they went out and they got Mark Elliott, who's the Disney voiceover guy and does you know a million other infomercials and commercials. And like they didn't cheap out at that point. Like, oh, we'll just get Bob. To, no. They wanted to look like a real infomercial, and they did. And the 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 blue, you know, landing page at the end with your all your information, and it's legit information. It's not just a gimmick. Uh, don't call us. No CODs. Um, free Sonic Two, and it, it only ran. It was a limited time offer. It was only for uh, three months, from January to, uh, well, I guess four months, January to April of '93. Um, and I guess it said uh, just see store for details. I'm guessing you probably got uh, something on your receipt or there was a tag or some shit. I didn't buy that one. I just got my old Sonic 2. I didn't play Sonic 1 until way later when I bought it like at a yard sale or flea market. Um, Sonic 2 is my game. I prefer Sonic 2 over Sonic 1. I think it's just Me a better too. game Sonic 2 is overall. The best but... of, of all of them. It's fantastic, Sonic but it's a great spot. I Sonic Three is pretty good too. Sonic Three is very good. I'm just very partial to two. I played it the most because <clears throat> it was the first game I had, and I didn't even have another. I didn't get another Genesis game for quite a bit. I always liked got a and Genesis I, and Sonic Two. I thought it was so cool. I didn't have Genesis at the time, but the Sonic and Knuckles commercial with the two Santa's two elves, and they pitched to mm-hmm. him like, "Hey, we made this game, and you could play as Knuckles on Sonic." Two and three, like it lets you, like you, you plug your game, like a game genie, into the top of it, and it programs yes. Knuckles in as a playable character in the old games. And Santa's like, "Big deal, get back to work." And they like, "So we still get the Sega?" And they're in this big mansion, like, "Suck it, fat man!" <laughs> Great commercial. Great uh, gimmick mm-hmm. too. I love that gimmick. Oh, it was fa- I, it's one of my favorites. 
All right. Uh, my last pick, Mr. Squeezer. Here we go. Oh, okay. I've got a great snack for you. It's Kool-Aid Cool Pumps Sherberty Snacks. A frosty, icy, fun, a creamy flavor. It's the word. It's Cool Pumps. It's Kool-Aid Cool Pumps. When you want another mix, a lot of product on the Cool Pumps. It's Kool-Aid Cool Pumps. Kool-Aid Pumps, now in purple store selection, orange flavors, too. Oh, yeah. You can get free, totally zany trading cards featuring your favorite Kool-Aid friends. You can collect all 12 and earn bonus Wacky Warehouse points. Cards on back of specially marked boxes of Kool-Aid Pops and Kool-Aid Pumps. God, did I love these things. Uh, they were uh, essentially Flintstones uh, push pops. But they were Kool-Aid mm-hmm. flavors. And uh, when they, they, the original flavors were Sharkleberry Finn and some other one. But then they came out with the double double flavor box of Purple Source Rex and Orange. And the orange tasted just like the Flintstones push-up pops. But the Purple Source Rex mm. was fucking to die for and these were cheap and my mom bought them constantly for us and uh let's talk kool-aid points for a minute the kool-aid warehouse right i oh yeah i remember walking uh through lanco and uh the kool-aid wacky warehouse was like the coolest like you you save kool-aid points and you could get things from. The, I never did any of this ever, ever any of this. The one thing I I got was I won a a penny jersey, a champion penny jersey, off a a bottle of Sprite, and I we sent in for it <laughs> and I got it. But the Kool Aid Wacky Warehouse used to have like like a a tablet you'd pull from to see your prizes, and everyone had the two mugs of the Kool Aid Man. You know what I'm talking about the plastic mugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was like a Sharkleberry Finn T-shirt. There was, it was everything was Kool-Aid related, and I would kill to have all of it right now. There was like walkie-talkies that were somehow like Kool-Aid related underwater. There was a Kool-Aid related Nerf basketball hoop, Kool-Aid Sharkleberry Finn boxers. Oh my God, I would kill to have those right now. I would kill Squeezer. I'd kill you to have a pair of Sharkleberry Finn. I got you a watch. That's true. You did get me a Kool-Aid watch. Um. The wacky cassette player, and it was from the wacky warehouse. Yeah, it was the hot hologram watch, I believe. Mm, no, what, no, it was just the blue just with the, the Kool Aid Man on. But it, it was it was a wacky warehouse order, yeah. and it cost 60, 60 points plus a dollar ninety five shipping and handling. I think I got them for cheaper. Um, I don't know what sixty points would be. How many points came on, like... It depends on what you bought. Uh, yeah. There's so much cool. So I'm looking at... There's, like, a kazoo. You just get a fucking kazoo. There's a lot of cassette players. The mugs were crazy. Everyone has the mugs. Uh, the caps. Purple Source Rex t-shirts. Uh, but I don't know why boxers. Everything had boxers on it. Oh, I remember. We had the troll doll. My sister got the troll doll. Everybody had the pitcher and mugs. All my friends, we didn't. My mom didn't believe in that. No, we didn't have that. There was Hot Wheels toys though of fucking Kool Aid trucks that delivered Kool Aid. There was Game Boy games. Fucking Barbie dolls that had Kool Aid fucking accessories. You could get Game Boy games, the Kool Aid Man comic books, Kool Aid dolls, uh, drink packet holders, alarm clocks, dancing Kool-Aid mans, canteens, jump ropes. There, you name it, 
There was Kool-Aid, fucking wacky warehouse, everything. Uh, here's the watch. I found the watch you got me. So, oh, you physically still have it there? Yes, I do. Oh, nice. It's a Kool-Aid Man watch by Timex. Um, 240 points, Squeezer. Wow. And let's see what it was. 12. It was 90 cents postage and handling. I'm curious as to what like what that would be uh, monetarily wise, roughly. So what, 240 points? That's probably like like you know, a hundred bucks in Kool Aid products, maybe. Maybe. I'm just guessing. There was this was always fun. I I it was always fun though because me it felt like it was a bonding thing for my me and my dad. Like I would collect Kool Aid points and you would collect <laughs> Marlboro points. You knew I was going with that before. I, I knew I did. Got That's halfway in you. Yeah. So this one was more like, um. So there was a Hot Wheels beach truck with 30 points, uh, Barbie clothes with Kool Aid on 45. Uh, sticker factory, which is a box with a, lot, a thing of stickers, just twelve. These are the the low ticket items. The Kool Aid Kool Aid Man figurines were twelve points. The Rust Troll doll was seventy five. The Squish Ball, remember the Squish Ball? We talked Squish Balls. Yep. Not uh, sixty five points. Crazy Tip Crayola markers were seventy points. And then uh, the Kool Aid Mug and Pitcher Set, which I think everyone picked, was. 85 for the pitcher set and two mugs were just 20 points. So that was an easy one. Everyone had that. The Hot Wheels were 60 points each. The Rad Travel Radio that looked like a Kool-Aid Burst was 240 points. The Kool-Aid Burst Punching Bag, which looks fucking awesome, was 295 points. 205 points. The watch, which you graciously got me, was 240. The full Barbie was 240. Squeezer. That watch was a high-ticket item. Watch might be fancy. Yes. Watch might be the next to the games, the video games. The watch was the most expensive thing. Oh no, the radios were. There's walkie talkies were two seventy five. Look, it's not that fancy of a watch. I don't. I know, but it's really nice. It's one of my favorite pieces. So the Game Boy games were five hundred. Mario Paint was fifteen hundred, and Mario Land two six golden coins was seven hundred fifty points. And the shipping and handling was only a dollar. Oh, it's not bad. They didn't rip you off with shipping and handling. Yeah, well, it also took like three weeks for it to get to you. Well, it took three weeks for them to get the check and then three weeks for them to get to you. Yeah. And this offer expired in 1993, this current one. Oh, yeah. Allow six to eight weeks for processing. All right. Uh, final. Now if it's not here the next day, we lose our shit. I know, right? I I pay for fucking Prime. I wanted it three minutes ago. Fuck. Sixty weeks. You literally, it, when you got something like this, when it came, you're like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah. I know. Well, that happens to like, me now because when I pre-order vinyl, like you, it takes that long, and I forget I ordered it, and it comes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh shit, that's right." But back then, like six to eight weeks was like three years. Now six to eight weeks is like a blink of an eye. Yeah. Even though we still want it tomorrow. <laughs> and then it, it sits in a box unopened on our desk for like two weeks. Six to eight weeks. <laughs> but yeah, we still I got, got it. Lights. Yeah. Yeah, right. The, you bought these lights and they seriously sat for like at least six to eight weeks. Yeah. yeah. So now I wouldn't mind if things like I, I, I would do. I, w- I would seriously do the f- wacky warehouse for I would get 
Mario 2 and the Six Golden Coins. It's my favorite Mario game ever, next to Mario 3. Squeezer, your last pick, sir. A little foreshadowing. Mr. Turtle, how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop? I never made it without biting. Ask Mr. Owl. Mr. Owl, how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop? Let's find out. One, two, three. Three. How many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop? The world may never know. One, a two, a three. Fuck that, Al. A- actually, it's a uh, hundred and thirty with a plus minus of twenty nine. <laughs> that was that was just <clears throat> according to the uh, University of Florida. They did a whole uh, study there's, on there's it. There's a lot, and, and a lot of people have told me there's a lot of illegal licks, a lot of fraudulent illegal licks. I do not trust until there's a real licking. I do not trust that count. I- Hey, hey, this is going to affect our uh, church business, all right? That was a great joke, Squeeze. You set me up for it. I couldn't help it. <laughs> it was. Um, and, but it does fall in line with a 96 study from uh, Swarthmore College, uh, represent uh, Delco. Woot, woot. Um, of course, we would be spending our time looking, licking Tootsie Pops. Um, <laughs> this fucking 1970. Uh, this aired, and still to this day, you will find the 15 second uh, Tootsie Pop uh, spot still runs. It's 40 years of uh, Tootsie Pop commercial. They 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 changed it up a bit. Um, different VO, and uh, uh, they also removed the so. Sometimes you would say, like, how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? It's how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll center of a Tootsie Pop? Yeah, it's like Bernstein Bears kind of thing. Mm. Um, and do you know, if you if you listen closely, the owl, um, voiced by uh, Paul Winchell, uh, he's a ventriloquist back in, like, the 50s One, when they would do their thing. One, two, a three. If you listen, uh, it's very similar. That uh, the voice of Gargamel. Ah. That Gargamel is your owl. So he plays two villains on TV: Gargamel and that owl, because that asshole owl ate the kids' Tootsie Pop. Um. This ran initially. There's a 60 second one that runs, um, and then there's the 30. That was the 30 because there's a uh, the turtle. Uh, and then the, then the 15. The 15 is where it just, the kid shows up. He's like, hey, Mr. Owl. You know, they just get, like, right to it. Um, I, I it, When I thought of old, like, you know, commercials like this one. Yeah, the quick ones are big. Still three. And he just. <laughs> yeah, you, you can just so- walk through your day. And at some point, you just go three with that little trill. It, it was so poorly it. drawn, too. Yeah, it's like that. Really yeah, it, it feels like you're watching a PSA. Right, but that yeah. cocksucking owl with the fucking uh, graduation cap has become there. He has a pop figure. I'm pretty sure. Oh really? He has a graduation cap, right? Well, uh, yes. Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a graduation. Where's he? Where's he? Go, the, was the he guy, graduating school? 
Like, Mr. Owl. Owl. They're supposed to be smart. Yeah, I don't understand, though. Is he constantly graduating? He's that smart? Like, he's, like... Is he one of those people who's, like, tolling away in college, never going to get a job in the real world, just eating other poor kids' Tootsie Roll Pops? <laughs> Doesn't sound like a bad gig, actually. <laughs> it's true. Hey, Mr. Al, you're so smart. You're always in college. You want to test out how many licks it gets? <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, no, there's, there's, hey, there's, there, there's plenty of studies. That, like, it's amazing how many different studies have been done in colleges. Um, mm-hmm. where like some of them were just student run ones where I'm sure they just had a bunch of their friends sit around and just lick Tootsie Pops. But like, I'm, I'm the one that I quoted from like the university of Florida. They actually like calculated like biology and, um, the acidity of the saliva and the grain of the tongue. And like, good. Maybe this will lead to something one day. You're, um, those kids are just owls. Those kids are just owls with graduation caps on, eating Tootsie Pops, not going anywhere else That's, in this world. Yeah, it's, you're right. A bunch of fucking owls with graduation caps. Um, oh, yeah. But hey, that owl got a Hollywood, uh, he's got a star in a Hollywood Walk of Fame. Um, Funko Pop. Probably not for the owl the owl bit, but it's probably ventrilo- ventriloquy. Oh, you mean the actor. Ventriloquist. I think the owl outlived the actor, though. Uh yes, uh, he has a daughter though. She does a bunch of VO stuff. Mm. Uh, April Winchell. Uh, you might know her as Mrs. Finster. Hmm. From, from Recess. Oh yeah, Mariel Finster. Yeah. Yep, she's Mrs. Finster. I she's also Mrs. uh Clarabelle, the voice of Clarabelle from uh you know all the Mickey and Minnie cartoons and shit, like the last twenty five years. Oh, I thought that was uh, Eat the she, Cat's She's girlfriend. one of those like. That's, like professional, like Annabelle. Disney has their uh, Kumbaya. Yeah, Kumbaya. Disney has like their their cavalcade of voice actors. Like you just hey, if if you get in there, and it's like oh, you might not have like this specific role. Like uh, hey, Schmuffin. You might not be Optimus Prime, but you, <laughs> if you get in on Disney and you're like one of those a VO actor, it's like just steady, constantly. Say, say hi, Uncle so much. Uncle Squeezer said, "Muffin, she she hasn't made an appearance in a while." No. Nice muffin. You want to talk old commercials with me? Schmuffin's uh, ten or eleven now. She's she's seen some shit. Oh. Talking rad years, huh? He's a cutie. She just comes in and yells, demanding pets. She goes, lift up a black. Come here. Come here, you little rascal. Oh, adorable. Now, and so, yeah, that's that's what I got on Tootsie Pops. Although, I haven't, I was thinking, you should try. Have you ever just licked a Tootsie Pop three times and then bit into it to get to the middle? I'm sure as a kid, yeah, all the time. I don't. I don't think that's a good idea. It's still pretty goddamn hard. I would. I want a Tootsie Pop with a fruit smidgen in it. Oh. I was trying to trigger you. Don't you hate those? I hate them. Yeah. I. I was kind of just like hoping it would go away. <laughs> oh, you like that, but. Yeah. No. You... Th- those are disappointing. Oh my god! You get down there. I'm like seriously. I love the vanilla ones. They're my favorite. Oh. 
The vanilla, the cherry, and the lime are so good. Oh, they're so goddamn good! Right, Schmuffin? Oh, God, you're making me sick just thinking about it. All right, well, we've gone over two hours talking about uh, 30 minutes of stuff, so... (laughs) Tootsie Pop or Blow Pop? Blow Pop, every day. Oh, yeah, Blow Pop, Pop. sure. Yeah, Blow Pop all day, every day. Four Seasons Looking Conference. I booked the if Four have, Seasons. It's a beautiful class. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Oh, wait. What's that? What's that? A beautiful landscaping company. Top notch in North... North... Northeast. In North, uh, Southeast. It was, uh, was it? Yeah, it's down by the... Uh, I knew it was up above Fishtown. I believe down yeah. by the... It's it's uh, is if I, I know it was by all the strip clubs and uh, yeah it's it's past all that it's it's way past all that Delaware Ave shit it's right up in the shithole oh, okay so it's up a bit more okay yeah still shady yeah uh they're doing a uh Fraud Street run you know the Broad Street run <laughs> yeah uh, it's <laughs> like eleven miles from the Four Seasons to the Four Seasons the real Four Seasons to the Four Seasons. I didn't even know there was a Four Seasons Fit. They kept that shit quiet. It's uh the Comcast Center, that new building they built. Mm-hmm. That's like the Four Seasons. Well, yeah, they don't want people like you and me going in right. there. Right, like, shh, there's Four Seasons here. Don't, don't tell Squeezer. He can't afford it anyway. It's cool. Uh, it's like, he won't. He's the, they know the Doubletree's got a good breakfast. Right. We don't sell yeah, hot, they do. We don't sell extra large Hot Pockets in the lobby. He won't want to stay here anyway. <laughs> Ah, we kid, we kid. I like, I love hotel lobby extra large hot pockets at like three in the morning. Mm-hmm. They either have like a scolding hot burn your mouth pepperoni or pe- four cheese pizza or the ham and cheese ones. There, there's more salt in a extra large lo- hotel lobby hot pocket than in like a, a South African salt mine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's uh, hotter there too. That's true. That's all we got. We got In next hot pocket. Next year we're celebrating our anniversary. Four years. We're just gonna talk about. We're we're doing the hit squeezer. We're gonna talk about yeah. each of us five things we love to talk about on the ride years and just and talk about this, the how much fun we've had these last four years doing the ride years podcast. It's our anniversary show. Wait, so we're. We're going to do a show talking about ourselves? Well, no. We're going to do a show talking... We're basically going to do an ordinary show because it's going to be an ordinary show talking about topics that we talked about already. Okay. Well, after... Yeah. It's been four years. So I'll probably talk like Pee Wee Herman doll, uh, Mick Rib, uh, Flintstones Meal. You know, I'll do do my greatest hits and you'll do do Land Stalker and your greatest hits. Brave Star. Brave Star. Yeah. Rad Years Clips Show. Uh, our four-year anniversary show is next week. Then our Thanksgiving show. Then we got it not Christmas. So stay tuned. Comment and rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen. Send me uh, a, a screenshot of the review and your address to rkradios.com. I'll send you pins. Just tell me what pins you want. Now, I'll send it to you. Uh, and I'll send stickers. And maybe you'll even get a t-shirt. Because I have some extra Rattalorian t-shirts you could wear every Friday when watching The Mandalorian. Tag us in that shit on Instagram. Keep listening every Wednesday, 10.30 for the live show. Thursday morning for the show on your podcast channel. 
every week. Radio's podcast. I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. We'll be back next week for our four-year anniversary, kids. Same rad time, same rad channel. The same rad channel. Goodbye.